0: Now, listen to Dyke Hewitt Mills.
1: You may be seated, and those at the back sitting, you may be standing, please. Beautiful. Please be standing, and then, whilst we are sitting, since you were sitting, whilst we were standing. Then, after that, we will all sit together, okay? Are you excited? Are you excited at the back there? All right. Now, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me and you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me even this whole nation. Now, how do you resolve or overcome one of the curses. All right. And the answer is bring your tithes and your offerings into the house to end the curse. Amen. Do you believe in that? Now in Deuteronomy, I want you to see the curses in Deuteronomy chapter 28. You see the details of curses. So when the, once the Bible mentions the thing as a curse, you must uh, believe that it's a curse. And as you pay your tithes today, tomorrow, and all the days, you know, believe what you are doing. That this tithes I'm paying and these offerings I'm giving are fighting to neutralize curses in my life. If you don't believe, I don't want you to give things you don't believe. I want you to believe in things as you are giving. Amen. Because why should you give money that you need? It doesn't make sense. There's nobody who is giving who doesn't need what he's giving. Even if you are a billionaire, let's say you have $900 million and you are trying to hit $1 you still need a million more to get to the one billion but that's your goal. Your target is a billion. I, I know because I knew somebody who was 900 and something million, and his goal was to hit a billion. So he hit the billion and he fell, fell back down. And he was very sad. His whole aim is to accumulate. Do you see? Now, the Bible says... Now, the law, he says, all these curses shall come upon thee. Do you see? If you go aside from observing to do all his commandments, which included tithing. So, these curses that I'm reading out have a lot to do with even tithing. Anything that brings a curse. All right? So, I believe that I'm so happy to have this verse. Bring the tides so as to bring an end to curses. Amen. Now, in verse 27, it starts to mention some of the cases, It says, the Lord will smite thee with the botch. So, and with the emeralds, and with the scab, and with the itch, whereof thou canst not be healed four things okay the botch the emeralds the scab and the itch so these are four cases which through your tithes are going away the botch it is another word for boils how many have had boils before Now, you can have boils in multiple places. Is it not true? Yes. And you can have boils in the wrong place. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Yes. And it says, whereof thou canst not be healed. Whereof thou canst not be healed. So, From today, your tithe attacks all forms of boils that are appearing in your life. And in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One time they took uh, a mummy. You know what a mummy is? Not a mother. A mummy like in Egypt. The pharaohs. Okay. And the, the body that had been preserved. And they put it into a CT scan. The the dead body that had been found for hundreds of years old or thousands of years had been preserved. They put it into a CT scan. I don't know why they did it, but they they did a CT scan. And they found that the Pharaoh, do you see, had died of a boil because they found uh, from the CT scan what looked like an abscess? An abscess is a boil. It's another word for boil. You know, the doctors have words. So, but don't be worried. It's a boil. But it's a boil in there. And they found an abscess there. And they, they realized that this, the pharaoh, the king, whose mummy they were doing the CT scan of, has probably died of that abscess. Because it, the boil can continue and turn into a bacteremia and then a septicemia which simply means that the bacteria have gone into the blood. Uh-huh. Emia, emia, what is Emya is blood. Anemia. Emia, Leukemia. Something in Emia. Uh-huh. Not, don't be confused. You get it. Yeah. Your blood will be clean in Jesus name. Okay, now, so boils are going, Amen. and you are protected from boils, Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two, emeralds, emeralds, emerald. Even from the name emerald, you get, you understand, the hardness. It means a tumor. Yes. Whereof thou canst not be healed. Yes. Now, many people know what a tumor is cancer. It's one of the curses that is mentioned here. And by your tithe today, do you get it? You are protected from every Emerald in Jesus name. Amen. Yes. Emeralds. Now one day I remember one uh person he was the head of a big publishing organization and uh, he went to the doctor and uh, he was diagnosed with uh an Emerald now when he was diagnosed and they came the company almost collapsed with the diagnosis yes because they knew the implication of that diagnosis yes the company almost collapsed yeah everybody went whatever from the diagnosis an evil diagnosis would never be made on your life in the name of Jesus Now, you just have to believe it. You see, there are things that are frightening and they are in the system. But in the name of Jesus, you have to declare openly and brazenly in Jesus' name, this thing will never come near me in Jesus' name. Amen. What will you do? Yes. Honor the Lord with your tithes and believe God that the curse of emeralds will not be found in your life forever in Jesus' name. Number three, there are four in this verse. Are you interested? Shall I go on? I, I should stop. The next one is the scab. The scab. The first is the botch. The second is the emerald. This is the scab. Now, scab means scratching. Something that you scratch. Yes. Now, if you see somebody with a scratching disease, How many have scratched before and blood was coming? Raise your hand if you have experienced that before. Uh Now there are scratches that can come that you scrape. You even want to scrape the skin off. Yes. And till it even becomes a sore. And when it becomes a sore, it gets worse because the things that cause the itching, which we may call antigens. The, you know antigens. Have you heard of antibodies? Yeah, the enemy of antibodies is antigen. Yes, it's very simple. you get it. the enemy of antibody antigen. So antibodies are always fighting antigens. Yes. So it comes in, you see, and they make you itch more, and people can itch and scratch themselves off the Bible says, whereof thou canst not be healed. Yes. God is saving you from that disease in Jesus name. And then the fourth one is the itch. How many have had itch? You bath and you are itching. Some people bath and they are itching. Yeah. And it's something when you are itching in the wrong places. How many have ever itched in the wrong place? People think you are running, but you are scratching. Yeah, people think you are running or you are walking fast, but you are scratching something. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) So, you are being set free from the itch. Many years ago, I met a young man. I asked him, it's your problem and he explained to me that there's something wrong with his skin and his skin was like a snake skin yeah I met I met him many years ago I don't want to say where but his skin the whole body I don't I don't want to tell you it was quite a rare I didn't even understand it. the whole body was covered and it was a permanent condition yes the whole body was like a snake skin I mean, when he bats, the things that he has to put on, and it's like I either sweat doesn't have something, and the whole body was like a snake skin. Yeah. I mean, there are conditions. And that is why a hospital like Kolibu is called a teaching hospital, it's a referral center. Where things are brought there that you never see anywhere else. Lift your hand and say, "All these four are far from me." In Jesus' name. Then he continues. He says, "And the Lord shall smite thee with madness." Yes. Hmm. Now, the word "madness" means madness. Yes. Every form of mental illness will no longer afflict you. Yes. Now, mental illness is far more common than you think. Many people have something small. Do you see? Yes. But you never really know what is going on in a person. And sometimes, listen carefully... Bad behavior is mental illness sometimes or is the beginning of bad behavior. And then stubbornness is sometimes the beginning of mental behavior. Yes. What, what do you, what do you, because in the diagnosis of schizophrenia, which is like the Mercedes-Benz of madness, like the, when I say the Mercedes-Benz, like the highest, most elegant display, do you see? Huh? Not the picanto or the I, I whatever. I 10. No, no. I mean the Mercedes. It's schizophrenia. In that condition, the person believes something will never change his mind. You can talk and talk counsellor. That's why any meeting that is going on for more than five minutes, you just say, hey, maybe something is here. You are too hard and too strong stubbornness is like witchcraft so every form of stubbornness that has come into you some of you you when you were a child you were very stubborn even when your mother finishes feeding you you cry ah, never stop crying you want to come out of the court when you are supposed to be in the court, you insist, you cry. As some of you, you were holding the court and screaming, rah, 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 rah. Hey. No matter what they do, rah, 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 rah. It is the signs were there. Ha! Hey. And as you grew, it became stubbornness. Yes. And if you don't take care, it will develop into madness. Yes. Every form of mental sickness by the blood of the lamb and by the cancellation of curses and the neutralization of curses imposed on you and your family. In the name of Jesus, I declare you are free from madness in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now, one day, one of my friends, he was having marital problems. I don't want to I'm not saying that marital problems are madness, but some of them are. And the wife used to grow wild and be talking, saying so many things, but the husband was unhappy. The husband was also a medical person. So one day, the husband decided that, no, it's enough. Then they went to a car park, and the wife attacked him physically. Now, when she attacked him, because he was a medical person, then it occurred to him that, ah, this is a mental problem. It's not, a, it's not that she's having a bad behavior. There's a problem. Yes. So that is what he didn't change his mind. He realized that, no, there's something wrong. Because a lot of mental illness, a lot of bad behavior is actually some, the beginning of mental illness. And she went completely mad. The last time I saw so her, she was completely mad. She was running around on a car park like a dog. Yes. But that, that was the beginning. But no one knew that that's what it was. So, take your time. When you go home, just look carefully at your spouse and answer, Hey, this behavior, God forbid. By your tithes, all forms of mental illness are going out of your house in the name of Jesus. And then, the Lord shall smite you with Blindness. Everything that makes you blind. Please wear sunglasses because looking at the sunshine too much helps to cause cataracts. Yes. So, sunglasses, it's not fashion, but protection. Yes. Are you with me? Are you learning something in church? Yes. Yes. So, don't think that sunglasses, oh, they are just, I mean, sunglasses, I mean, umbrellas and so on. I mean, don't, you don't, don't think bad thoughts. You should be wearing your sunglasses now because the sun is wild. This is, I mean, the full-blooded sunshine. Okay? Are you there? Yes. So, all forms of glaucoma are also healed. Anyone who is destined for blindness in your older age, you will not be blind before you die in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, how do you know that you are having glaucoma? Because it's also silent. You see, with glaucoma, you see clearly. You see fire. You see everything. But what is happening is that you are not seeing wide. You are not seeing wide. It becomes smaller. But you can see. So, if, what, when you are looking with your eye, like if I'm, I see here, I see here. I can see some people moving here. I'm looking here. But when you are getting glaucoma, it's becoming smaller. So, it's not easy to notice. It's becoming smaller and smaller. you never have glaucoma. I said you'll never have glaucoma. If you like, be quiet and don't say amen and just be saying, I don't know what they are saying and all that. So, this tithe we are paying and offering, is not a small, it's like going to a hospital to get immunizations in Jesus' name. And finally, astonishment, which means confusion and bewilderment. It's like you are bewildered. You are surprised. You are confused in life. You'll never be sitting down holding your head like this. I said you'll never be confused sitting holding your head like this. Shout amen somebody. I said you'll never be confused sitting holding your head like this. In the name of Jesus Christ. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy That will come to pass practically in your life. Now, all these things, if you think they are not directed at you, then you are new in the world. There are many things. And that is why you must not be passive. You must be active. You must be an active, anti-cares person. Very active. Anything that brings blessing, do it. Anything that brings blessing, do it. When there's an opportunity, do it. If there's an opportunity to honor your father, honor him. Honor him. There's an opportunity to honor. Today is Mother's Day. eh? It's an opportunity to honor mothers. You honor them. Yes. For the past 30 whatever years, every week I'm in my mother's house. Yes. Every week I'm with, I'm with her. There's not even one week that I'm not there. I'll sit down with her. Even if I have nothing to say, I will be there. How many sometimes realize when you visit, you have nothing to say? (laughs) Be there. Your presence matters. Yes. Your presence matters. And since even my mother became a widow, I'm there. Always. Yes. Sometimes my sisters may even be jealous. And they say, you are the favorite one. That, uh, and I said, I don't care. <laughs> are you listening to me? Yes. Any opportunity to be blessed, take it. Because as for the curses, be This one, if I continue, you'll be depressed. There are more things. If I, start, I started with the botch. Then I move to the what? Emerald. And even the emerald, I didn't want to to mention types of emeralds. The commonest type of emerald in a woman and the commonest type of emerald in a man. Just pay your tithe and then, then move away from all these. How many are ready to pay tithes and just be free from all these things? Yes. Yes. Then we move to scab scab. Scratching. And then to itching. Then to madness. Then to blindness. And then to uh, confusion. What did he say? Confusion. Astonishment. Yes. Anytime there's an opportunity. And that's why I've been encouraging people. Build a church. Directly. It's you and the church you've built. Yes. I pray one day, you know, you have an opportunity to travel in Ghana and then you'll see your churches that you've built directly, like directly, you directly build it. Yes. That's why that project, I don't even bother to pass it through a normal offering system because I want it to be very direct without any um, anything else. It's not used to pay salaries, not used to do it, nothing. Just what you have built direct is there. Beautiful. How many would take an opportunity to get a blessing? And you know, when it comes to looking after the sick, last week I was discussing with somebody a plan. I, I, I don't know if God will give me the chance, but I pray that he will. To build a hospital for mad people. Yes, for the mentally sick. Like a campus, a hospital for, ma- for mad people. Because many of them are treated like animals. And nobody knows why they get sick. So I've even seen the land. Yeah. So, you know, Jesus said I was sick. But when were you sick? He said, I was sick. He said, I was hungry. So, when were you hungry? Some of the hungriest people are mad people. One day I saw a mad lady in Takrady. She stopped in front of the cocoa cellar. You know cocoa? Yes. yes. Coco. She was standing there stuck naked in the middle of the city. Everybody was passing. It's like, in a, it's like Makola Market Center. She was there naked. And she was standing at the cocoa cellar. And the cocoa seller was pouring some for her. And gave it to her. I was watching She gave it to her. Because one of the hungriest people in the world are are, are, are mental patients. God should help us to also do something. But Jesus said, I was in difficulty. You didn't take me in. Can God help us to do it whilst we are here practically? What a blessing. Let's do it. Tell somebody, let's do it because there's a blessing. Yes, there's a blessing in it. I heard Derrick Prince say something. He said that at the end of his life, God touched him to have compassion on certain things. But it was at the end of his life. He said, I'm surprised I have not done this up to now. Yeah. So may God touch our hearts to be involved greatly in everything for the blind, the deaf, the dumb, and the mentally deficient or problematic people. To love them. I remember one project we did at the mental hospital. We renovated the whole bathrooms, toilets, and the ward. Isn't it, Anika? The ward, yes. Female ward. The toilets, the tanks, everything. We changed everything. Horrible. 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 Because when you, they are mentally this thing, they, they sometimes don't know what is a toilet. Some people feel that the toilet is their room. So, they go to the toilet. That's my room. Yes. So, anytime there's a chance to sow a seed, nobody can pay you back. Nobody can say you are good. (laughs) You are doing it unto the Lord. You do it and you'll be blessed. Amen. So, you you must join your church. We are going to soon... Uh, open our Hope Center, which is for people whose legs have been amputated. We have, it's taken us longer than we thought because it's a much bigger project. But it's for amputations of leg above. Sometimes a knee, just the joint, it costs over $1,000 to just have the joint. The joint is a very complex thing to make, apart from the leg, to make the joint and the foot it's all those joints we have to buy. and our, hospital, our things are free. It's not, it's, we are not charging. Right. Yes, for those things. Yes, no, no, don't clap. I, I, when you clap, we realize some crowns they will remove some diamonds from the crowns. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. How many believe that we can do for the blind also? every and we are doing we can do for the blind? Why? Because it says, see, Jesus said, blessed are you, come. For I was sick, I was hungry, I was thirsty. Blessed are you, come to my Father's kingdom. So, blessings come by doing all those things. I'm just trying to tell you that the cases are plenty. So, the blessings for plenty too. Amen. Whatever you can do that brings a blessing, be in it. And God will bless you mightily. So all of you watching, wherever country you are, wherever you are, which ministry you are in, it's a blessing to be involved in all these things. And I know God is going to touch your life and help you greatly. As you help somebody, you'll be shocked. Somebody will rise up with strength without any good reason and start helping you beer. <laughs> you, you'll be shocked. Yes. Yes. God bless you. So, I want everybody to take out your special offering today, uh, wherever you are sitting, whichever country you are in. Let's give a special offering today. We are saying, Lord, you know, anybody in need, our hope center to finish, and there we start there. Anybody you know who doesn't have a leg. No, there is a man I know. He has no leg from below. I've been waiting, yeah. We are going to put a leg on him. Everybody you know, anywhere in the country, we bring them. And we are joining Reverend Steve Mensah's, uh ministry also, because he has a very powerful ministry to help uh, people with disabilities. So I always want to join his things, because he's always helping such people. So I'm, I'm learning from him. When I see his secret and I copy it, yeah, yes. Why shouldn't I copy it? You're joking. So take out your blessing, something to bring about a blessing. What did he say? Bring you the tithes. And today let's think of 1,000, 2,000, 100. And I think we are going to help the Hope Center to be completed. It is always struggling. They're always struggling for money. They're hospital. So we want to help them because their project is very big. Somebody has a private plane. He's looking at us. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you see, I think they are going around, though, these people. Look at it. The way is this way, but look at where he's going. Beautiful. Take your blessing. Have you got something to induce a blessing? Oh, yes. Believe in blessings. Anytime you see, a, a what do you call it? Uh, a beggar. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. Let your heart be touched. Yes. Sometimes you have to prepare your wallet. That these are for beggars, and then this is for normal life. Wow, that's a blessing, Father. I pray for. Uh, ah, that's the Hope Center. They are showing it. That's a Hope Center. Yeah, that's a huge, and this is just for the amputations and fertility centers. The beautiful place. It's almost, almost almost, 100%. But we need to advance a bit. And they have this huge equipment that has to be drilled into the concrete it, that we have imported. It is for manufacturing the legs and all those things. So you have to drill because when it is working, the whole house will shake. So it's drilled into the ground. And then it creates the legs or whatever it is. I don't know how, how it's done. But the doctors know what they are doing. Are you excited about that? How many would like to make somebody not use scratches again? You just walk normally like this. You just walk normally. Like this. Yes, it's a blessing. You just walk normally. Through your help, somebody will be blessed. So that's the Hope Center. And uh, hopefully, we will soon be showing you one for the blind. This is not for the blind. There's another one for the blind. Then there'll be another one for the mentally uh, sick. It's a different project. Are you excited about that? Beautiful. So make sure you are part of it. God will bless Let, Let me pray over your offering, your special gift, and I'm going to ask the people to try and help the Hope Center to finish their things, you know, through your special gift today. Father, thank you for many things we can do to bring about blessings. We pay our tithes today, our offerings. We give everything that we can give, and we thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor all her paths are peace her ways are ways of pleasantness all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared to her All things to so get with
3: Hallelujah. This side, you don't say amen. Hallelujah. Fantastic. Put your hands together again for the greater love. Gospel choir. And put your hands together for first love music. Amen. We are blessed. All the songs they sang today are available on Apple Music. Type in First Love Music, and you have a number of collections, albums and singles amen so make sure you have something to play on your phone amen are we blessed to be in a church that has its own music oh i don't know if you are is the sun affecting you overcome the sun everybody tend okay don't turn to the sun if i point at the sun and say be careful Amen. But we are blessed. Put your hands together again for the Greater Love Gospel Choir. Amen. It's time for the Word of God. It's time for prophecy. It's time for wisdom. It's time for guidance, and it's time for a blessing. Amen. I can't hear your amen. Give me a wave if you are if you are with me. If you can hear me, fantastic. It's time to hear what God has to say to us, and I believe your life is about to be changed, and your life is about to be blessed. Last week we were promised that today we are going to find out how everyone can become a church. As I look around the congregation, I I have to have faith that everyone here can become a church. How many pastors have somebody who is in church today who needs to hear this message, how they can become a church? And I believe your life will never be the same again. We are servants. Shout, I'm a servant. And I'm ready to work for God. Amen. So as we welcome our pastor up, we're going to sing, Nothing is Impossible, when we put our trust in God. At the back, on the wall, wave
4: at me if you can hear me. When you put your trust in God Say nothing is impossible, it's impossible when you're trusting in his word. Hearken to the, the voice, of God to me. Is there anything too hard for me? Life is already changing in this service. Say nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible, nothing is impossible when you're, trusting, when you're in trusting in His word. Harken to the voice of God. Is there anything too hard Then put your trust then in God. put your trust in God alone. And rest upon his word. For everything, for everything, yes, everything is possible. Give the Lord a shout of praise. A hand clap. And let's bring our prophet to give us the word
1: of God. Amen. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Father, thank you for your kindness allowing us to see today bringing us together as a church to hear your word. Those present and those watching who are part of this great service. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Help us to finish our work we give you thanks and praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now, our theme is 1,000 micro churches. Now, today, I want to teach you about how one man can turn into 1,000 micro churches are you ready for that? Now, tell your neighbor, you can become 1,000 churches. Yes. Amen. Because that is God's amazing power that he can make one person to become a great, great, great multitude. Amen. So that is what I want you to believe. And in believing that, you are going to find yourself following, becoming a, uh, a multitude. Amen. Isaiah 60, verse 22. A little one shall become a thousand or a thousand microchurches. Yes. A little one shall become a thousand. I mean this, I'm actually lifting words from the Bible. A little one shall become a thousand. Look at the verse on the screen. A little one shall become a thousand. And a small one A strong nation. I the Lord will hasten it. In his time. Clap for the Bible. Clap for the Bible. Clap for the Bible. Beautiful. Now. I want to give you some examples. Of some people. Who did it practically. Okay. And whom. It is God who does it. It's God who does it. Do you see? A little one shall become a thousand. It's God who does it. And I'm going to start with Jacob. I just want to, there are several people, but I want to start with Jacob. Genesis 32, verse 1. Now, are you ready for Genesis 32? And I need you to be ready for Bible readings. Okay? Now Genesis thirty two from verse one. And Jacob went on his way. And the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host. And he named the place of that place Manahem. And Jacob sent messengers before him to his brother. And Commanded them, saying, This is how you speak to my Lord Esau. Thy servant says, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. You know, he had a problem with his brother. So he was trying to negotiate and solve things. You know, many people want Jews to be part of their company because they have negotiating skills. So, he was negotiating. And I have oxen and asses, men servants. And I've sent to tell my lord that I may find grace in thy sight. He was talking to his brother. He was calling his brother my lord. It's a form of talking. And the messengers returned to Jacob saying, We came to thy brother and he cometh to meet thee. Four hundred men with thee. And Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people that was with him the flocks and the heads and the camels into two bands or two companies. Okay? Now, and he said, if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, oh God of my father, Abraham, and God of my father, Isaac, The Lord which said unto me, return to thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast shown to thy servant. For with my staff, I passed over this Jordan, Underline that part. With my staff. I came here with just a stick. walking stick. I passed over this Jordan. And now. I am become two bands. Two companies. You see. Now. Then he prayed. Deliver me. I pray thee from the hand of my brother. And from the hand of Esau. For I fear him lest he will come and smite me. All right? And the mother with the children. And thou said, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. Amen. I will do thee what? Good. And make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. Amen. When I read this some years ago, I was really touched that Jacob, can somebody give me a stick? You know, any stick, a staff. He was looking back on about 14 to maybe 20 years of his life's history. Okay? You remember the story of Jacob and how he was staying with his uncle Laban and he saw his uncle's daughters, Rachel and Leah. Do you remember that story? When we go to Israel, there is a tomb just when you are going towards Bethlehem, they call it Rachel's tomb. And it's, she's seen as the mother of Israel. Okay? So, Bible says that uh, Rachel, uh, he liked Rachel. He found her beautiful. And he was more attracted to her. Okay? And, uh, but Leah was the older one. And she was tender-eyed. Do you get it? Yes. Now, When the father realized that his daughter was not going to get a beloved. You get it? Thank you, my dear. Now, this was Jacob's hand luggage. A suitcase. His everything. When he was crossing. He was alone. He had no servant. He had no sheep. He had no goats. He had no children. He had no wives. He had no servants of his wives. He had nothing. He just had his stick. And if you know the river Jordan. It's quite an. An unusual river. It's very brown. It's a bit like our Galamse, Looking rivers. Yes it's very muddy. You know I don't know why people want to be baptized in that water. But some people really want to be baptized. Last time I went some people were saying I should baptize them. And I said look you know, I baptize you somewhere else. (laughs) But you see, the first, you see, and this is, this is the kind of person whom God uses. Like you sort of see why God liked Jacob, not Esau. Not many people would remember those who forget. That, do, do you know that the last time I came here, this was my everything. All I had was this. Now, 14 years later, I'm coming back, you know, and I've become two companies. You see, he's a kind of person. And that's the kind of person God likes. The Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget. So, those who forget are unrighteous. But Jacob, he could remember, he said, yeah, I didn't have anything. When I was, even though there was a problem, J- Jacob was having a problem, his brother was threatening him, he could have said, I mean, what is this? I mean, today, this problem, my brother is coming to kill me, I'm about to die, and so on. No, what was occurring to him at the time was that, tell me, I was just a boy walking here. With my stick. And now, as I'm coming, so many people are following me. And you know, by this time, he had Leah as his wife and had given birth to so many children. Rachel as his wife. And then Leah had a servant, Zilpa and Bilhah. So, like four women. He had four women, solid. Yes. And then he had children. You know? at about 12 children or more. And then many servants and people to look after cows. Goats. You should see the gift he was going to give to his brother. 200, this with 10 females, uh, 10 males and 200 females. 20, uh, what do you call it, to 200. He was cal- calculating and doing the ratio and these were the gift to his brother. So, he was marveling at how he had become a thousand microchurches. Yes. And he could see that God had done it. God had made him a large company. So, that's what's going to happen to you when you believe God to be a thousand micro churches. You know, I remember always many years ago, I would go to London and there would be nobody to even meet me at the airport because, you know, uh, we didn't have a pastor there who was um, working in the church full time. So when I come, you know, we, had one, we had a pastor, but he was also working somewhere. Because you know in our church, we have lay people. You can be the pastor, but you work somewhere. So this, our pastor, who is now a bishop, he was working in a factory. Yes. And um, he was doing so many things. So when I came, he was, there was nobody at the airport. And I have to Find a train and so on to find my way to wherever. How many places have been? How many have been somewhere nobody was there to meet you? I mean, I'm just asking a personal question. <laughs> they send you directions. Is it not amazing? Yes. So it takes those who remember to recognize the difference. That I, I come to London today, and if I, if I even allow, so many people will come to meet me there. I've been to South Africa, many countries, um, and many, many places I've been to. Large crowds gather at the airport, bands, to meet me. It's a blessing, because I've been there where nobody was there. You get what I'm saying? So, I'm telling you that you need to remember what God has done. And Jacob was like that. He said, look, when I was coming, this is all I had to, I'm returning. Look, I've become plenty. And you see, some of you, today you are sitting here, you're just one person. But you are going to become a thousand micro microchurches. Uh, why what is, um, what's his name going to Mauritius? What's his name? Maxwell, come here. Stand here. Put on your sunglasses. The sun is uh, blazing. Yeah, this, this young man, I don't know if you can see him. This, uh, turn around so they can see your face. Yes. And why is his uh, wife? Dear wife is where? She's busy somewhere, right? Yeah. She's working somewhere. Alright. Yes. But don't worry. Just, just this young man. Hey, brother. Hold your stick. You have nothing. Hold it up. He has nothing. You see? That is going to Mauritius. He has, he's empty. Do you see? But one day, this boy with nothing... Do you see? And who is nothing and is nothing and has only this stick? you will be surprised that he's coming home and Mauritians, many people, he has turned into a company and several companies of people. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah for that. Yes. That's the story of missions. Amen. Brother. You, are, you have received something today. Amen. <laughs> wow. So, Jacob, you see, he, he went to He crossed the river Jordan, came to see his uncle, lived there, and he became plenty people with him. Hmm? That's going to be your story and your portion. If you believe, and I'll show you how they did it. Okay? Yes. Now, Genesis 25 how Esau and Jacob became nations. Genesis 25. Now, and Isaac entreated um, the Lord for his wife. You know, Isaac is the one who didn't have many children because she was barren and the Lord was entreated and Rebecca, his wife conceived and the children struggled together within her and she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her. Now, when you say the children struggled, with, they were kicking a lot. You know, the doctors would have said, oh, they are just kicking. But she went to the Lord, and the Lord said, two nations are in thy womb. <laughs> huh? Instead of two babies, two nations. That is at least thousand, thousand. That's 2,000 people at least are in your womb. I prophesy today, two nations are in your womb, in your spiritual womb. Yes. You see, you never know what is in you. Yes, you never know what is in you. You never know what is in you. If only you will be obedient to the Lord, a thousand churches will come out of you. Hallelujah. Sit down. I'm just going through the list. Amen. Now, Abraham. Abraham was another person who became plenty people. Do you see? He became what? Plenty people. Those of you who think I don't know how to speak English. Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. That's all. I've made you a father of many nations. You are a father of a lot of people. That's all. Beautiful. You are a father of what? Many nations. Before whom he believed, even God, which quickened the dead, And call it those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Whom against hope believe in hope? That he might become the father of many nations. So you must hope against hope. And believe against all beliefs. That what is happening today. You are hearing a thousand micro churches. is going to happen practically in your life and your ministry. Yes. Recently, I was listening to an interview that Derek Prince gave to some people before he died. His voice was shaking because he was very old and uh, he was actually 84 years. So, the person who was interviewing him asked him, you know, what is your strategy for the future? At the age of 84. And he started to talk about Asia and America and England. And he said, God has told him certain things about America and England. Yeah, at the age of 84. The man was asking, Will you not retire? He said, Nobody in the Bible retired. I will never retire. Yes, I will never retire. Yeah. So, you are going to become a father. Of many nations. I believe that God has also made me a father of many nations. That is, many of us are nations. You are actually a nation. Yes. That's why they told uh, Rebecca, two nations are in your womb. Or two countries are in your womb. Two countries are in your womb. Hey, God is great oh. Two countries are in your womb. <laughs> yes, two countries. Like your ministry, you'll be surprised. Yes. Now, let's go to Moses. Exodus 32, verse 7. God was angry with Israel. And listen to what he said to Moses. Hey, the Lord said to Moses, Go down. These people, they've gone crazy. The people which thou brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them, and they have made them a molten calf, and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed thereunto. And he said, And said, These be thy gods, which have brought thee out of the land. Now the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen these people, and behold, it's a stiff-necked people. They are too stubborn, too many meetings. Now, therefore, leave me alone. That my wrath may wax hot against them. And I may consume them. And I will make of thee a great nation. So, he he was threatening. He said, I'm going to make you Moses. You will be a great nation. You see, God can choose anybody and just turn that person into many people. You are being turned today into many, many people. Yes, you are being turned into many people. You are being turned into many people. You know, one time I was in uh, Botswana for, I was having a camp meeting and I look at this boy whom I sent there. He is now the convener of the UO. Yes. You know, I normally don't mention the UO, but they are also the, we are the UO. UO FLC 190. He is the convener. He's the convener now. Now, I remember this little boy, he was chewing granite at the back when I was preaching at a crusade. He he had gone to buy his dinner in a plastic bag and was standing at the back at Legon when I was preaching. And he gave his life to Christ at a, a crusade we had there. Now, this skinny little boy, I sent him to Botswana. And uh, he went there and uh, took over the church that was there which was started by our pastor bishop Dennis actually you can even say that You see, our, our churches are pastored by a number of people you never have one person doing this, it's always a team this one comes, this one goes if you don't want to be transferred then you must resign now and join another church. Because as for movement, there is always movement here. Yes. There must be movement. There will be movement. There will be movement. There must be movement. Now, when I look at the people, when I arrive in Haborone, which is the capital city, Hi, Botswana Indians! I can see you there watching. Now, there was over thousand five hundred people there. Yes, and I was thinking this little boy, when I sent him here, you know, and now it has become a massive something. You should see their cathedrals. They are building all over the city, all over the country, in Aboroni in a town called Palapé and another town called Francistown. Have you heard of Francistown? Now, I told you that if you want to have a good honeymoon, one of the places is to go to Botswana. They have really, really nice uh, places for you to have a good honeymoon. And then your two-yearly honeymoon, one of the places to go is Botswana. All right. You, you 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 see you enjoy the ride with your honeymoon partner from the capital. It's about nine hours on a bus. Can you imagine sitting by your beloved for nine hours? Everybody will be jealous of you in the bus. <laughs> All right? Are you excited? Yes. So. This young man became a nation, and he's becoming a nation, more nations. Amen. When I look at uh, another brother, we call him Apache, but I think that's not his real name. He's actually called Frank, but we call him Apache. I don't know why. And uh, he also, I sent him to Mozambique. Now you should see what he's doing there. From the north to the south, I saw pictures of his church in, in Nyamban, Nyam, Nyambani. You know, Mozambique is a place where South Africans go for holidays because they have beautiful places there for holiday. You'll be there soon. Yeah, that's a first love church in, in Nyambani. It's pronounced in Nyambani, but it's in Hambani. Look at it. Look at the beautiful cathedral. First Love Church in Hambani. This is not a capital. The capital is different. Yeah. Yeah. They have built beautiful church building. It's a nation. All over from the north. Yeah. In Hambani. Yeah. Beautiful. And this, this pastor is a graduate. He came to Anakazo for four years. And when he went back, this is what he has been able to do there. Are you excited about that? alright so he could, when he came to Ghana he couldn't speak a word of English he learned how to speak English here and uh, the whole church is in Portuguese all over the country we have different buildings there Nampula. there's about seven cathedrals in uh, all over the country if you find them alright so you are going to be a nation do you believe it yes and it's not only becoming a missionary that's going to make you a nation. Don't, don't be thinking of missionary only. You are becoming a nation, simple and short. Amen. Because Moses could become a great nation. Now, the next one is uh, a seed in Matthew 39, 13, 13, 31 can become a big tree. You see, a seed becomes a big tree. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which is indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, but when it is grown, you see, you when you grow, you'll be surprised what you will become. When you do what? When you grow, yes. When you grow, you become a great seed. Yes, a great tree. Although you are a little seed today. Are you there? Now let's go to the most fantastic one. I've kept the most fantastic ones for the end. I've given you Jacob, Esau, and Jacob, Moses, Abraham. All of them became a thousand micro churches. Now let's go to the more fantastic ones and let's see how they became a thousand micro churches. Amen. All right? Now, let's go to Adam. Genesis 1, 28. And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the earth, the sea, the fish, the fowl, and over everything. Okay? Okay? So God says replenish which means fill the earth with people. Hey. So how did he do it? Now let's get a bit into how. How many want to know how? Huh? Yeah. How? How do you do? How do you become a thousand churches? How do you become many people? Okay? Now, the answer is in the Bible. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. And Adam knew his wife. Okay? And she conceived. And she became. came. Wow. So, you have to get, we have to get to know you well. That's why you have to come to the Bible school sometimes. You have to come and work with us so that we can get to know you. And then we knew you. And when we knew you, then a seed came out. Okay? That's why people we don't know never become anything. You have to be known. Jesus says, I never knew you. I was never close to you. I never had much contact with you. I never shared things with you. You were never close to me. I never knew you. Being known and knowing leads to fruit bearing. So now she gave birth. Now she bare again his brother Abel. Aye. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought out the firstlings of his flock. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. Now, jealousy and quarreling had started to come to fight against the will of God for Adam to have a thousand micro churches. Because it would take to fill the whole world, you need at least a thousand micro churches. Is that not so? Yeah. Remember when sometimes we are playing for the floor prayer meeting and we go into some of the Asian countries. It's discouraging because the cities are many. Like Nepal and all those places. We we don't even know where where the people are. Now, Cain was very rough and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, why are you angry? Why is that countenance fallen? Nobody should say that your face doesn't matter. Your face matters. Because his face fell. And the Lord said unto Cain. Why art thou wroth? Why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And Cain talked with his brother Abel. And it came to pass when they were in the field. That Cain rose up and slew his brother. Oh. What is this? Now, here you are with a mission to fill the world with people. And you are only two. You've been able to produce two. And somebody has killed one. What do you think? Do you think it's the will of God? So brothers should not fight. Brothers should not fight. Once we are brethren, we shouldn't fight this. There is no topic that should ever make us fight. Do you see? And and that is why when the devil was released, he gathered the brethren together to fight. Now, I thank God that uh, all the relationships that I've had with pastors and with people Ministers outside ministers and so on. All the relations that I've had, I still have them. I still have them. If I take somebody like uh, you know these people, they are they are looking at us. This is the third time they are coming by. You watch. he's going to come by this way. If you want to come, just attend. Is it not true? Just attend. Why are you flying planes around? It's free. Now, are you listening? What was I telling you? I was telling you relationships. Yes. If you take, for example, Archbishop Duncan Williams, when I was in Achimota School, that's when I knew him. About 42 years ago. Yes. My spiritual mother Betty took me to them. At that time, they did not have a church. They had only Saturday services. You know, I have a church. But I said, oh, there's a powerful prayer meeting or meeting going on, so let's go. And I I was always following her. Whatever she says, I obey. Because she was my shepherd. So I followed her. And we went to the place. At that time, he was a newcomer from Nigeria with white shoes, you know. And um, he used to lead worship himself. And he used to preach. The church was only full of... Sitting room chairs. You know, like settee chairs. Big chair. Yeah, there was not like this, more chairs. It was two on this side and two on this side. And then it's a row. It was actually a television room for watching television for the International Students Hostel. So that's where they watched television. So it was armchairs. Two on this side, two on this side. And then it goes to the back. I'm sure maybe, maybe 30, 20, 30 people. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fitted there. Yeah, so that is when I knew him. Up till today, I have a good relationship, very good relationship with him. Last week he was here at a, a launching of book. There is no be- reason enough to end good relationships. It does not exist. Yes, you you have to learn that. So always ask yourself who you have a relationship with that you have a good relation, maintain, even when you are angry, you see, there's no reason to break your relationship senselessly. Do you understand? Yes. How do we get into that? What's the topic? Huh? Cain has killed uh, one of the micro churches. It's left with only one. Now, what do you do when your vision to fill a thousand micro churches seems to be under attack? Let's go to Genesis chapter 5. Hmm. Are you there? Now, Adam, male and female, Adam lived 130 years and begat another son in his own likeness. So, you attempt again. Do you understand? Even if you have a wicked son, do you see? You attempt again, and this time, he got a son who looked just like him after his image, and he called his name Seth. Yes. How many know somebody called Seth? I know somebody called Brad Seth. Ah, beautiful. Seto. Some people call it seto. Wow. Amen. Now, try again. Try again. Everything you keep trying. Now, this is not the first time I've tried to go to Mauritius. This is about the fourth time. Yes. Yes. This is about the fourth attempt. I've sent people there. I've flown people there. I've tried so many things—registration this, that. many things, effort—to enter Mauritius, and it doesn't work. You try again. So now you are left with hey, Adam. Adam is gone. I mean, I, 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 Abel is gone, who's a good one. Now Cain. It's, gone, it's become a vagabond. It looks like the thousand micro churches replenishing that is finished. But try again. Try to know new and new, new people again and have new relationships. You know? One, one time, some years ago, I had some orangus, strong ones. You know? And I realized that. I didn't allow that experience to affect me because I still continue to trust people after that. Because if you stop trusting people, you you stop relating and you can never bring forth children. You have to trust people. Even after you have had bad experiences, you have to trust people again. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So now here comes Seth. And it's, Adam is on it. Okay? Now, how many children did Adam have? Look at verse 4. More are coming. Hey! Now the days of Adam after he begotten Seth were 800 years. So another 800 years. And what did he do, Adam? He continued verses and he begat sons and daughters. So, Adam had daughters and sons apart from Cain and Abel and apart from Seth. He had sons and daughters. There are a lot of people who ask who was Cain's wife. Because, I mean, there are only two people in the world. Adam, Eve, and then he has got only two boys. Do you see? But the Bible is telling us here clearly that Adam had daughters. No, read the Bible. Some of you are looking angrily at me. I, I, put on the Bible. And the days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, that is, because he had his outdooring when he was 150 years old, that is with Seth. No, in those days, you, you know, you, you live longer. Before um, Noah's time, everybody lived an average of 777 years. No one died earlier. Yes. Now, a thousand microchurches is your vision, Adam. You are supposed to fill the earth. And so Adam got to the job for another 800 years of giving birth. And he begat sons and daughters. Amazing. Is it not Amazing. Now, according to Josephus, one historian, some of you have heard of Josephus. He was not a Christian, but he was a historian who did a lot of recording of history. And his, he, he recorded a lot of history around the time when Jesus was born and after. So he's actually one of the strong references when it comes to the history of the Jews. All right. Now, according to Josephus, uh, one of the books says that Adam gave birth to 33 sons and 23 daughters. Yes. 33 sons and 23 daughters. That's not in the Bible. But what is in the Bible is that Adam, uh, after Seth, was 800 years, and that he had sons and daughters. And remember, none of these was a daughter. Cain, Abel, and Seth. They are sons. There's no daughter mentioned. So obviously, there are people that, whose names were not included. But this other record tells us that he had 33 sons and 23 daughters after. And so how much is that? 33 and 20. 32 and 23 is how much? Fifty-six children. Yeah. I mean, you have to be serious. If you have been asked to fill the whole earth, you must get down to the job. Uh-huh. Beautiful. So, one person, you can become many people. Yes, you have to just believe God. You are going to become a thousand micro churches. I'm telling you, a little one shall become a thousand. Exactly. Exactly. Every town, if you are in Tamale, you have to expect one thousand. And I want the number to be in your heart. Where, whoever you are, one thousand. Yeah. That's how you do it. By bringing forth what you can bring forth. And the rest is up to God. He says a nation is in your womb. Do it. Do it. Whether it is, we don't know how many exactly Adam had, but according to this record, 33 sons and 23 daughters Amen. And they probably have to marry themselves because there was nobody else to marry. Yes. They're asking how did they... uh, be serious and answer the question yourself <laughs> is it fantastic how many are getting ready to be a thousand micro churches yeah i mean it's a serious project that god gave to adam when we close if you like go and stand at the i want my love to last terrace and just look at the beautiful mountains rolling hills of this beautiful part of Ghana, and see how much space there is. You see, up to now, Adam's duty has not been fulfilled. Yes, we have crowded in Accra, and there is a lot of space yet to be filled. Yeah. Now, are you ready to continue becoming a thousand? Years? How many are realizing that Charlie, you alone can because Adam has become seven billion people practically. By doing his best by not being discouraged with evil sons like Cain by trying again and again and again and again by giving birth even after the greatest disappointment yes yes by continuing to know people Adam knew his wife he continued to know her 56 more times Ah, over 800 years. Hey! Now, how many know the story? We are moving on to the next fantastic person. Are you ready for more fantastic people who turn into a thousand churches like that? You said a human being has just turned into plenty people. Yeah, it's just turning practical. Jacob became two bands, Abraham became a father of nations. Two nations were in the womb. Now, the next fantastic person is Noah. Yeah, Father Noah. Now, Noah is a good name to give to your child. I don't see many Noahs. I think people associate Noah with a boat. So maybe you think that if you call your child Noah, he will go to maritime university or something. You know. now remember in Genesis are you still with me yeah in Genesis chapter 6 it came to pass when men began to multiply that daughters were born that the sons of God these were uh, spirits spiritual beings Okay, they saw the daughters of men and they took wives, and that was something terrible to God because of the mixing of spirits. Oh, I don't know how a spirit can move with a man, a woman, and then marry. Jesus, remember, okay, he has his mother was Mary and his father was the Holy Spirit, it was a spirit. If you believe in Jesus, you must believe this one too. Yeah. But the Spirit came physically, and he said, "What? My, I will not be happy with man again, and I've reduced his days to one hundred and twenty sharp. That's why, by the age of seven, you see that you started changing. You started becoming smaller, and bending, and bending." It was not like that. Can you imagine how sexually active uh, Adam was at the age of six hundred and forty-three? Eh, without Viagra, oh. Charlie. Adam was into things. I tell you, five hundred years he was doing outdooring. Four hundred and forty years. Wow, ah, twenty-three sons. Today, you see some people, they are just 35 years old. You ask them, when was the last time you you and your wife had uh, relations? They will say, oh, I mean, I can't remember. You, You have retired. Adam was into fruit bearing because he had a mission. Now, there were giants in the earth in those days. After the sons of God came into the daughters of men and bare children. Verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great. And that the imagination of the thoughts of his heart was evil continually. So there was a huge race on earth. And it repented the Lord that he had made man. And it grieved him at his heart. So you may appoint somebody or even ordain somebody. Or give them an appointment. And you regret it. if even God appointed man, he regretted. And the Lord said, I will destroy man. Okay? So he said, I'm going to wipe out man. But Noah found grace in his eyes. Wow! <laughs> and he told Noah, you know what? I'm going to give you a strategy to escape. How many want God to give you a strategy to escape the wickedness that is coming? So he gave Noah a strategy, okay? And he brought a flood to the earth. Okay? Okay? And then in Genesis chapter 7 God said to Noah Come you and your house into the ark. That's the church. For I have seen thy righteousness before me in this generation. Verse 4. Genesis 7 verse 4. For in seven days Wow! I will cause it to rain. So Noah moved into the ark, like God told him, transfer into the ark. So Noah moved into the ark with animals. Ha! All the newspapers, news stations gathered around the ark that a madman has moved into a wooden structure with animals and his family. I'm sure they mocked him, ridiculed him. The Bible says, Noah built the ark by the which he condemned. There were all the people that were around mock him. And then on the seventh day, some cloud appeared. You know, I've been looking here. Can you see this place? This is where the rain comes, this place. You see, we've been coming here for some time. So I've seen that this is the sign here. So when I look here and I see that there's no cloud, I know that there's no rain. So if you look, you see bright blue. Yeah. So they were looking out. They said, no rain, no rain, no rain. But on the seventh day, a small cloud appeared. And they said, oh, it started to rain. Oh, the rain has stopped. Then it continued. Then they said, oh, this is normal. It's the rainy season. The rainy season has started. This is the rain before Hamatan. This is the rain after Hamatan. And it continued. And continue. And it is the rain that continues gently but continuously. That's the one that brings floods. This sudden rain, it doesn't bring flood. Continuous. Until the whole world was covered with water. And the people cried, rain, rain, go away, come again another day. The people were swimming outside the ark. No one, no one. I can't swim. No one. You see, there is a time to Repent. And when the time passes, you've lost the opportunity. And the rain was coming. We, said, no, we are sorry we made fun of you. We are sorry we mocked you. We laughed at you. We ridiculed you. We, we made fun of you. We said you were a liar, a thief. You are manipulating people. That's what we said. We are sorry. Open the... Oh, my family... Yeah, my children. Somebody held his child and truth. Catch my child. You see? Have you watched this film, Open Water? Go well, and watch it. You'll be sad though. Open water. Some people were, in a, they were having fun in a boat. And then as they were uh, fun, there were about four or five of them. And then they, they, they just ran because they could swim. They, they ran and jumped into the water and they were swimming in the water. As they were swimming in the water and they wanted to come back to the boat. So when they came to the boat, they realized that they had forgotten to put there is a, a kind of a ladder. You have to swing it to come out. It's a true story. So it was in the boat. So they were outside the boat. They were far in the water. So they tried to come up like that. But the boat was round like this. Just here. No, there was no You can't hold yourself in the water. Another person will hold you. You go down. They tried and tried. They swamped, they swamped, they swam. they swamped, they swam. They all of them drowned. The, the film is watching them drown one by one. That's how it was in Noah's time. They were outside the boat. Open water. Screaming, crying. We are sorry for what we said. Please open, have mercy. And Noah, forgive, and it shall be forgiven you. <laughs> Noah, forgive. We are sorry for making, we, we, we said the two rain and so on. But you say, it is not everybody who believes on time. We are sorry. We, we The reporters were out there. Wow. And the Bible says everybody drowned. And it was left with Noah and birds. Because people don't believe, but birds believed. Crocodiles believed. And very soon when you see some of the lions and other things on the campus. You see that the reason why they will be here is for you to see those who believed. (laughs) Those who believed. Then in Genesis chapter 9. You see. God remembered, chapter 8, God remembered Noah. And God made a wind to pass over the earth. And the waters assuaged or subsided. Then Noah came out of the ark. Okay? And God blessed Noah and his sons. One man Only one man. And said to him, Noah, the same words he told Adam. Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. Because now Noah was the new Adam. The first Adam was gone. Now he was the next man with the same job. Thousand micro churches. It's up to you, Noah. Hallelujah. Beautiful. And so Noah was now left with the job of filling the world with people. Are you excited about that? Yes. How did he do it? Three steps that Noah took. Number one, he built the ark to save some people. So that's why we have to build churches to save people. In in Hebrews 11 verse 7, By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen, moved with fear and prepared an ark. Number two, how he filled the world, the world. He saved his house, his own house. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, Hebrews eleven seven, 7, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, his own house. You see, when... I told you they are looking at us. They've come back. When you are obeying God... Are you listening to me? To become a thousand micro churches. You'll be surprised that the saving of only your house can lead to the filling of the whole world with a thousand micro churches. Only your house. He says he prepared an act to the saving of his own house. If you can ensure the saving of your house, of your children, of your small group that you have, you'll be shocked that That small group can fill the whole world if only you do your little part. You'll be surprised that your basenta or your child or your small little house in your small little act with only seven people can fill this whole world. Just seven people. That's why you must never despise any little job. Yes. Any little job that you have. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. Any little job that you have. Amen. To the saving of your house. Just your house to be saved. Your seven members, seven people in your house can save Many, many people. And finally, he produced three children. Three children. Shem, Shem Ham, and Japheth. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. is it fantastic? Are you excited about Shem? How many can produce at least three members on this mountain? Huh. You know... Betty, I mentioned her name already. Through her, saving me, helping me, you know, all of you, you are all her fruits. Yes. You never know who you'll be saving. I hear Billy Graham, you know, I hear Billy Graham. He was the only person who gave his life to Christ the day that he got saved. Yeah. Was the only person. Yeah. In a small church service. He was the only person. Are you listening? Now, the most fantastic one of all, shall I end with that one? Is Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> Jesus has filled this world with churches. Hey! It's <laughs> he filled the whole world with churches. Yeah. I mean, his whole life and ministry has filled this world with churches, including us. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. What you do can make a thousand churches come to pass in this world. And I know you are going to be used by God to build a thousand churches. And those of you who are wives of husbands, you are going to help your husband to build a thousand micro churches. Amen. And those of you who are helpers, some of you are called to help me. Help me to build a thousand all my fruits you are sharing with me. Oh, God is very fair. He will never let somebody take all the credits. No. The book you read, somebody types it. Somebody works on it. The people who work on my books are many, many more people than me. Yeah. They work so long, so hard. and They are always looking at screens. You see them in the office. There is plenty. They are all there working. So many people. Yeah. Before you see a book. There's a whole machine going on. It's amazing. So, Jesus Christ became a thousand, I don't know, thousand, thousand, thousand churches. Matthew 16, Jesus says, you are Peter. I will build my church. I will become a thousand churches. Now, in John, how did he do it? Finally, Jesus Christ answered them saying, the hour has come. The hour has what? Come. That the son of man should be glorified. Verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if if it die, 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 it brings forth much fruits. Amen. If it dies, it brings forth a thousand churches. So you see, a lot of the things God is doing in your life is trying to make you die. Not physically stop breathing, but something in you must die. Many of the experiences we are going through is to kill The earthly man. No, I was listening to Derek Prince the other day, which is just yesterday. (laughs) And he was saying something that the reason why we have problems in our relationships, horizontal, he called it horizontal relationships, is because we don't have a good vertical relationship with God. Yes. Yes. And he was saying that even trying to have certain relationships is seen as idolatry before God. And that's why sometimes God will react to certain relationships so that you trust him more. Yes, he will react to certain relationships so that you trust him more. And, and don't trust in horizontal relationship, but in your relationship with God. Yeah. If it die, there are things that are happening in our life to make us die in our spirits, in our souls, to lose a certain sensitivity and caring about things, and to make us just trust only in God. To take away our trust in human relationships with people, with anything and anyone, even in our own aspirations, is killing something in us. He says, if it die, if it die, it brings forth my fruit. That's why you may preach the same words I'm preaching, but you will not bear certain fruits because something has to die. If somebody insults me, you know. Don't worry. It's part, of, it's part of what has to be. How else would the scripture be fulfilled? It's normal. It's part of what God says. Jesus lived and died in the midst of accusations. He was actually put to death based on false accusations. So many people believe what they were hearing. It's part of our calling. Until something dies in you, sir, whatever you think, it doesn't even matter. Sir, you think what you want. It's entirely your call. God is working on us Hallelujah. to make us go through certain things. And the prince was saying that horizontal relationships, you know, he says in The message is called approved in Christ. He says we are always looking for approval from people. But we have to look for approval in Christ. He said that word is used only once, approved in Christ. Actually, it was mentioned, uh, if you can find the scripture, it says approved in Christ. The mentioned of one young man in the Bible, approved in Christ. Yeah. You know, he says that's the only person that was mentioned, approved in Christ. Yes. Salute Apelles approved in christ Apelles. He says the only person in the whole bible is approved in christ he says we are always looking for approval from people what this one thinks what this one thinks he says, why you have to die you have to die when jesus was crucified he was lying there with thieves so like the people that he was with that like, he must be a thief i mean it must be that he's a thief they can't be wrong because they've been to court twice they've been to the sanhedrin court Then they've been to Pilate, to court. When we go to Israel, you see, I'll take you from the um, Garden of Gethsemane. Then we go to Caiaphas house, where the high priest, where they judge him all night till the morning. You see the prison where they put him underground. Then from there, you walk to Pilate's court, where he was judged again. And then from there, you walk to Calvary, where he was crucified. It's just all a route like this. If only you can walk. If only you can walk. Can you walk? Or you are tired. With the sun like this, you are are okay. There's nothing you cannot do. Today's sun is not a small sun. Today's sun is... And you see, you are here, but the sun is at your back. But it's in my eyes like this. Yes. Yes. It's water on stage. Yeah. So Jesus said, Unless it die. Unless what? It die. That's what God is doing in your life. Yes, certain things you experience is to kill something. Ah. You know, last week, I was driving somewhere around veterinary uh, vets. We have veterinary something at Osu. Labadi. Yeah. When I went there, I remembered some years ago, I went with a, a brother. He called me that Somebody has died, so we, we should go and raise the guy from the dead around that area. Yes, do you see? I was a young man, and when he said we should go and raise, I said, No problem, let's go. Why not? So we went to raise the dead, do you see? And I tell you, the dead didn't rise, in fact. The owners of the house came with cutlasses to chase us out. <laughs> you know, I tell you, if all those things had worked, I, I don't know what I would have become at the age of eighteen or nineteen. Do you see? I'm a dead raiser in Accra. I raise the dead. I do. You know, Derek Prince said that the tests that are difficult, he says, the most difficult tests for him pastor and for a Christian is the test of success. Yes. He said, the most difficult test for a believer is the test of success. He said, most people fail the test of success. Yes. When they are successful, then they get into all kinds of evil. The test of success. Yeah. Yeah. He said, more people fail. He said, in my estimation, the most difficult test is the test of success. Yeah. So sometimes God doesn't even allow you to be successful. So that something changes and dies in you. In Jeremiah 48 and verse 11, look at it. Jeremiah 48. And verse 11. Beautiful. It says Moab has been at ease from his youth. You know, Moab is you. You've been at ease, relaxing, and has settled on his lease. And has not what? Been emptied from vessel to vessel. Poured from here to here to here to here. Neither has he gone into captivity. You know, there are certain captivities God wants you to get into. So that you taste certain purpose. Now, some of you think shito is wild in Ghana. I tell you there are shito, there are levels of shito. And levels of pepper. No, because I've traveled around, I've met other countries who really have pepper. And there are different levels. There's a country I've forgotten, I don't know if it's Rwanda. They have it's a small something like this. It's called Okavanga. Okabanga, yeah. Senior, there's a seniority in it. And because, listen, are you watching? Because because he is at ease. He's at ease. He's settled. He's never been emptied from vessel to vessel. Look at the scripture. Neither has he gone into captivity. In other words, there's never been something that restrains you. That's why when people come from prison, you see, they they are different. They, They become cool. They start... When my father went to prison and came out... He started to do a campaign for prisoners. He met so many people in the one or two days that he was there. As a political prisoner. He started to try to help so many people. But he had been passing there all the time. He never helped people. But after that, his heart was touched. How people were unjustly there. You have never been in captivity. And therefore what? His taste Remained in him and his scent is not changed. You see, this is what he's talking about dying. Your taste, you you are just like, you are just like how you are. You see, even though you are a woman, there's a place at which you shouldn't be too, too, too much. When we see you, we smell woman so much female things or a man so much men, men, things. Or an Ashanti, so we feel Ashant- Ashanti, lized when you are present. Or too much awa- Awa-ism. Or too much UKism, UK, UK. Or too much Americanoism. Your scent is still there. Are you listening to me? Maybe you come from a quarrelsome tribe. I don't want to mention any quarrelsome tribe. But the scent of the quarrelization is there. Do you know any quarrelsome tribe in Ghana? And you'll be surprised that that scent is still in you. And you'll be shocked at how many quarrelsome, the, the quarrelsomeness can still be in you as a Pastor. Because your scent has not yet changed. Yes. And your taste remains in you. Yeah. So Jesus said, if it dies, if it dies, hallelujah. Verse 12. Therefore, behold, the days come, says the Lord. I will send him to the wanderers. And they shall cause him to wander. And shall break his vessels. And break their bottles. And that's why we have transfers in the church. I'll cause him to wander. Go here. Go here. Go here. Go here. Go here. Go here. I'll cause him to wander around. Just to remove that scent from you. So that what? You can become what God wants you to become. I'll send him the wanderers. Hallelujah. Are you excited? And that's the difference between even full-time ministry and lay ministry. Yes. This is, this is where we go higher. Yes. Go here. Go here. Go here. There's no one in full-time ministry who can say it's not going somewhere when you are sent. If you don't go, just like Barclays Bank or any bank, you leave. Yes. Or you resign. So, brothers and sisters, I see you becoming a thousand nations thousand micro churches wherever you are based. If you are in England, those in the UK, are you a thousand churches yet? If you are not a thousand churches, you have not reached your targets. Yes, because the prophecy is clear. A little one, Isaiah 60 verse 22, a little one shall become a thousand. A little one shall become a thousand. May you, now listen, Someone said, but you know, I've got a lot of problems. Don't think of your problems. So... <laughs> when Jesus was in the, um, in Samaria, and he was talking to the woman of Samaria, his disciples came to him and said, Lord, it it eat. eat, eat. He said, look, my mind is on other things. I have meat you don't know, my, my mind is on the work that I'm here to do. Let your mind go from your food and your daily issues and shift your mind to God's work and you see God will take care of your things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added to you and to your life. Stand to your feet. Check your neighbor and see whether his scent is still remaining. The scent is still there. The scent of Amen. Maybe he went to Infant Supreme School and learned a lot of bad things there and the scent is still on him. Or maybe he went to Wesley Girls and then has learned certain imperial tactics. Characteristics. Whether the scent is still there. Ask your neighbor, is your scent still in you or your taste? As there, is there a change in your taste? The marriage that you've married, we really feel that you are an Ashanti, like it is a real Ashanti marriage. Is the village still in you? Village, villageism, villageism, villageism. Huh? Village some of you just small 40 years you are look at how you are cool when they ask you something you'll be standing there like that hey you have settled on your lease tell your neighbor um, something is dying in me Something is dying in me. I'm going to bear much fruit. Father, thank you for your power today. Every hand lifted up everywhere you are. Thank you, Jesus, for your word today. Your spirit changing us. And making us, each of us, into a mighty nation. We are grateful for your mighty power that is at work in our lives. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you for 1,000 micro-churches. Thank you that Adam became a 1,000, thousand, thousand. Noah became 1,000. Jacob became two bands. Thank you for Abraham became a father of nations. Moses almost became a nation. Thank you for Jesus who became thousands of churches. Thank you for a seed that became a mighty tree. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we Put your hand on your heart like this and pray that, Lord, all the thousand churches that are in you, eh, if you have to save only your three family members, may be the thousand churches that is going to come out of you. Lord, let it come to pass practically. Let all that you've put two nations in me, let them come to pass. Let them grow out of me practically. We give you thanks and we give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for your blessing and your power that is released in us. Thank you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, just bow your head for a moment if you are here and you want to give your life to God. Maybe somebody invited you but you want to be born again. Pastor, pray with me. Pray for me. I want to know God. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, lift your right hand like this. I'm going to pray. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my life and save my soul. Save my life forever and forever. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Pastor, pray with me. I want to know God. Today I've come to church, but I want to know Jesus as my savior. Then lift your hand up high like this, like this. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand and you want to give your life to God, come to me. Come Come from the back, come from the side, come from wherever you are. I want to pray with you right now. Come, come on. In, come
2: Come
1: Come on, come quickly. Come, come
2: from the back. Come from the side. where Jesus is calling. His grace will be your
4: His will come on. Your come, let me it pray with will you. your healing. Way. Come this way. Come on the way. Come on. Come on. Come on. Run. Come on.
1: lift your hands and let pray with me today. Say this prayer. Say Jesus. I can't hear you. Say Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. I am sorry for all my sins. Have mercy on me. Please come into my heart and change me. Change my life. From today I give my life. I give my heart to Jesus Christ. Lift your hands say Jesus. I will serve you all the days of my life. Help me to follow you and help me to serve you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Give them one of my books as a gift right now. This is my book. I want to give you one free of charge. One is 40 CDs but I'm giving it to you as a gift. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Now please go this way. This way. And you may be seated for a moment. How many are believing God you are going to be involved in a thousand micro churches? Take your special thousand micro churches gift. Maybe you will just be building the churches that are being planted. Amen. Yes. You'll soon be building the churches. Everybody take out your second offering today. And this is our project offering, project, whatever project God has given you, just God is going to use you to build churches. Uh, you can, you, if you want to build one of our uh, micro churches, right? It's not so micro, but we call it micro. You can contact my secretary; she will tell you exactly what to do, and you'll soon be looking at a building proudly. Uh, that's a church I built in my lifetime make sure you build one before you die Amen. amen before you die okay God will bless you greatly and you'll be so excited and everybody must be involved greatly in building the church tithes, offerings and all forms of curses are neutralized by your gift and by your offering hallelujah are you excited about building the church Take out your offering. I want to pray with you very quickly, as we give this special offering everywhere you are in every part. You know, sometimes you you look and you wonder, how do you build the church here? It's because unitedly we are one. That's why Satan would like us to be divided, but we are united. That's the meaning of UD, United Denomination. Each denomination is different with a different headquarters. Every denomination has its own headquarters. Yes, they have their own real headquarters. You can see, and they all have their own things that they are doing. But we are united. So if you are in America, you are in Alaska, and you are giving, you can rest assured your gift is being used to build the churches that we are dreaming of. Tomorrow we are signing a deal in Abiokuta in Nigeria. Yes. It's amazing. All over Nigeria our people are running away from Nigeria. We are running into Nigeria. Yeah. It's fantastic. Different, different, different projects all over. I don't want to bother you with too much details, but I want you to trust God. Amen. Abi Okuta is also, you know, my, my wife is also partly Nigerian. Yes. So, she, she partly, part of her blood comes from Abi Okuta. And me too, partly, as a guy, I come from Oshogbo and Ogbomusho. <laughs> so we are both have Nigerian connections. Deep Nigerian connections. <laughs> so that is a blessing. So please. And you'll be surprised most of you are Nigerians also. If you check your heritage but you realize we are Nigerian. Or even a Togolese or from Benin. Yes, actually when you go to Togo you see that it's the same as Ghana I don't know how come they got separated from us Togo is actually Ghana so it's a blessing are you glad that we are building churches soon that the towns that you see on the flow prayer meeting you will see the buildings in many of them many of them beautiful lift up yeah what is this what are they showing which which part of is it? Uh, uh, Akosombo dam. What what is this? I can't see. Oh, here! Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> wow! Tap your neighbor and say two nations are in your womb. Two nations are in your womb. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Huh. you know if you are Noah's wife tap Noah's wife and say the whole world is in your womb the whole world is in your womb hey <laughs> how many are surprised that Adam, had, Adam and Eve had daughters how many never knew that Adam and Eve had daughters yes beautiful now lift up your offering and let's pray father thank you for this project offering we are giving today in Jesus name we pray amen all right I just received this amazing offering very quickly and then we are going into our holy communion today's holy communion you know we are praying against cancer amen we are praying against emeralds and the botch amen and what else the scab and the itch in every itching spot is, and scratching place is healed in Jesus name and what else are we praying against astonishment and what blindness and madness and every type of mental problem, including what? Stubbornness. Amen. In Jesus' name. Ashes, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. You are giving cash. If please learn how to give on the mobile money. Even I have had to learn how to do it. Do you see? Although I haven't fully learned it, but I'm still learning You get it? I'm a slow learner, but at least in the end, I learn it. Amen. How many are also slow learners? Beautiful. Wow, look at Anakazo. Can you see it? These are stunning shots, you know? Yeah. Magnifical. That's beautiful. I will look. I wonder which place is this. Wow! Fantastic. Hmm. Beautiful. Now, it's a great blessing. Father, thank you for your blessing, your power. Thank you for this offering. Thank you for everything we are giving and thank you that we are all part of building your church. One way or another, we are building your church. We give you thanks in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Amen. All right. Are the ashes finished? We need all ashes to be in place. Okay. Wow. Wow. What is this? Fantastic. Fantastic. This is magnificent. Wow. Are you, are you seeing this view? It's amazing. You can't even recognize where it is. Wow. You see the beautiful hills I was talking about? Yes. You see, Adam has not finished filling all those places. There's still a lot of space. Is that a car down there? I think so. The car is very small. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Somebody is doing his work well, I tell you. <laughs> All right. Are you glad that you are in a beautiful place? You should enjoy it and see that it's nice whilst you are here. All right. It's a great effort. Amen. Now take your Holy Communion and stand to your feet. Father, We thank you for the body of Jesus Christ. Thank you for touching our lives and blessing us to see today. Lord, heal us of emeralds, botches, scarves, itches, madness, blindness, astonishment, and any plague in the blood, in the mind, in the soul. Heal our emotions. Thank you for wonderful healing that you give to us today. The body of Jesus Christ. How many have made a mistake before? You know, if you've made a mistake, the Bible says, if any brother is overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. God never throws away anybody. Never. Never. The Bible says there's one sin that cannot be forgiven. And that is the sin of blaspheming against the Holy Ghost. If you blaspheme against me or anybody, you can be forgiven. Anything you do, you can be forgiven. And today, this blood speaks for you. May you be forgiven and restored and redeemed by the strong Redeemer. Through the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen Lift your hand for your blessing If you are watching by television By Whatever media May the Lord Bless you May he lift up his attitude And his face toward you May God not be angry with you May the smile which you have not seen for a long time May you see it now May the happiness you have not seen for a long time, may you see that happiness now. May the reliefs that you need from God appear in your life now. May the assistance from angels be received in your life right now. May God remember you in your flat, in your apartment, in your house, in your city, in your town. May God remember you where you are. May God see all your offerings, all your prayers all your gifts, all the honor you have given to God and to his servants. May he remember you for your zeal. May he remember you for your servanthood. May he remember you for your service. And may the Lord bless you and be gracious to you and make his face shine upon you. The Lord have mercy on you and may his his mercy never depart from your life, all the days of your life. In the name of he who died on the cross, and rose up triumphant may this blessing rest heavily on you may your children never pay for any of your mistakes or your sins and may you be delivered from ancestral curses and under inherited generational curses in the name of Jesus Christ to God be the glory for the great things he has done in your life and let me hear your very very loudest Amen